And it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by Pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, back from spring break. You you were on spring break spring last break. week. Spring break! Spring you know, break! My, spring break! Last week, my son looked at me and went, uh, why don't you get to have spring break? <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, I thought, man, that's a great question. That is a good question. That is a good question. We didn't go anywhere. We kind of stayed around. Uh, the kids did take the week off of good. homeschooling. Right. Um, they had some standardized testing that they had to do at their umbrella, the, where they where our umbrella is. And if, for those of you who don't homeschool, you you kind of partner with an umbrella school. So FBA is where our kids used to go there. So we're, we we educate under their umbrella. Okay. And so they had to do some standardized testing. I thought there might have just been a physical umbrella. Yeah. Like somewhere in the, yeah. like, you know, like a pool umbrella or yeah, something that's, that they were just sitting under. All homeschoolers just get under that umbrella. <laughs> under that umbrella. That way you can know when you go out okay. to a park, you're like, oh, those are the homeschoolers. I got it. They're okay, under the so, umbrella. So, okay. So yeah. I do have a better understanding. Yeah. So anyways, they're under this yeah, um, non-physical umbrella. Yeah. And, and so what that means is it just, it makes it easier for like, when I send their grades sure. in, yeah. FBA will send it in on official letterhead and all that stuff. Right. So it's not like when I worked at UT, no lie, we would get grades, kids that were homeschooled. We were like, we need your transcript. And they would, it would no lie be on notebook paper written in, pa- from, in, in pencil. From, from Johnny's mom. <laughs> be like, John, remember, Johnny's mom said Johnny got a B plus. I remember re- reviewing the file and going, I think that looks like notebook paper we're, that was just ripped out of a notebook. We're going to need something a little <laughs> bit more official than this. I promise he's smart. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, and Johnny, so, Johnny's the smartest in his class. Yeah, he definitely is. He yes. is the valedictorian, salutatorian and all the other atorians. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, it was a good week. Uh, I tell you what's been nice is this weather. It has been in East nice. Tennessee. Yeah, so it is, it's been um, great. The odd thing is, it appears uh, we went to see uh, Carrie's mom in in Polly's Island yeah. last week. Uh, weren't there actually all that long. Carrie had a closing for real estate on Monday afternoon, and then we had to get back uh, Friday afternoon. So we actually were just we just left Tuesday morning, came back Friday afternoon. Uh, but as best I can tell. Uh, it actually was warmer in Knoxville than it was <laughs> yeah. in Polly's Island. That's uh, weird, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm, I do know that last week wasn't just always perfect. I understand that. Sure. Uh, we we had you know certainly nice weather over the weekend and things of that sort in the last. I few built a fire a couple days. nights. Yeah, but the days were nice. Yeah, yeah. we we uh, we've actually sat out uh, on our new patio. Uh, yeah. quite a few nights with the possums. Uh, That's good. The possums are gone. Oh, I believe. Okay, I believe uh, we've also lost Alvin. Oh. Unfortunately, Alvin is our chipmunk yeah. uh, that was you, around everywhere, and we've not seen him in a long time. You ruined his habitat. I'm afraid gone. we did. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we didn't actually ruin Alvin, just uh, his habitat. Uh, but I guess that's probably one of the Let's just hope for the, the best. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, but yeah, we've been outside. Uh, Polly's was great. Uh, weather wasn't ideal, but uh, we were able to spend some really fantastic time with... Carrie's mom and just a good time to be with the boys and uh, take a little bit of a breather. But, man, we are back in the saddle here today yeah. on Wednesday. And, uh, man, I am glad to see you and uh, another week. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been nice. I mowed the yard for the first time of the season yesterday. How does it look? It looks good. There, now, there's a couple spots where, you know, because I'm really big on my stripes. Right. And there were a couple times I turned around and I was like, I don't know. I can't know. find the line. I don't know where, cause it's short. Yes. It's not, yes. there's just parts of it that really needed mowing and then there's parts of it that you S- didn't need Same story. I, I've mowed twice now and I thought maybe it would get better with a second mowing. Nope. 
uh, yeah, like in one particular part of a yard, I was like, I think I'm just kind of running over the yeah. lines I've already done. Here's the weird thing is <clears throat> a few, it's probably been over a month ago. I think I talked about it on here. I cut down a bunch of trees, cut yep. them up, drug the brush to our, what we have is a kind of a burn pile. And it was so green, we couldn't get it to burn. So right. it's just been sitting in the yard until we were finally able to, to yesterday, we were able to burn it. And so when we, when we moved it, I thought, oh, great, where all that brush was sitting, the grass is going to be dead. And right. That is the best grass in the yard. Really? It Plush. Is, it is very – it was the oddest thing. I, even, I looked at Aaron and I was like, the grass under all the brush, like, grew better. It's greener. And I guess it was just holding the moisture Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably what it was. Uh, yeah. But, but, yeah, that particular spot of the yard looks great. And then there's other parts. Do you parts plan that's on cutting weed. a bunch of other trees down just to make your grass grow? <laughs> no, no, because uh, like, just, like, hey, Aaron, I want to let you know that there's going to be trees covering our entire yard. Yeah, we do have for the next few weeks. We do have a couple more that need to come down. But the here's, grass is going to look beautiful. Yeah, in the here's summer. the here's the thing because I I burn wood in the winter time. You know, we want to stock up, but my neighbor behind us just had a lot of uh, area cleared, and I told the guy that was clearing it, "Hey, man, if you got any good." trees good wood just drag it over to yep. the back of my property and i'll i'll cut it up uh so he did that so i got two big trees just sitting back there that i need to cut up we have two big trees in the front yard that need to be brought down i'm gonna have to have somebody do that and then i'll have that wood and now i'm like i don't know where i'm gonna put it yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm running out of space to put wood because it needs to be undercover or, yes and i don't want a bunch of tarps well if i don't you want need... you to drive by my house and go why has he got all those yeah. tarps well, I'm now officially 0 for 3, and we will talk about something different today. Uh, but I am officially 0 for 3, and so I'm just going to go ahead and ask. Like, oh, if I got there, some, yeah. If there's – no, no, I won't. I'm not going to ask of yours. I, oh, I'm just yeah. going to say – I'm going to ask our listeners. If you know someone who will actually return my call um, regarding uh, firewood, I would love it. I would love it. You can just let me know, Jason at ShorelineKnox.com. I'm 0 for 3. Three different companies. Man, that's frustrating. Isn't this how they make their living? I, guess I don't understand. Maybe they're so busy that it's like, yeah, we don't. We don't need that guy's business. Need his, you know, I don't. How do they not know that I'm going to ask for 14 ricks? Yeah, of wood? maybe, maybe you need. You're going to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth. Correct. I mean, and I might do that. <laughs> okay, I probably won't. Like what? They're you know, Carrie's looking at your budget. What do we spend? <laughs> what do we spend on wood? Well, honey, I've actually stopped paying the mortgage, but I do have a lot of firewood. But in the man, back we're gonna there. be warm. It is gonna we're be gonna great. Be warm. It is gonna be great. Yeah, and that's important. Yeah, it is very important. Here's here's the frustrating part for me is for the first time in six years, my mower won't start. I had to use my neighbor's mower. Oh, Andrew. And so I have I've tinkered and I've replaced fuel filters. I've replaced coil packs. I've replaced spark plugs. I've re- and uh. I finally, I was talking to my, FaceTiming my brother yesterday who works for a landscaping company in Middle Tennessee. And I was like, man, I'm just at a loss. And he was like, I am too. You may have to take it to somebody. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, don't say Why that. Why would you say that? Well, big moment in the Hayes home yesterday was, uh, we've had a, uh, a toilet that's just been making this like terrible, like squeal. I don't mm. know for the last two or two or three weeks. And, um, I, I've done nothing with it. Uh, it still flushes. <laughs> yeah. It's just well, kind of noisy. Yeah. I've done absolutely nothing with it. And Carrie just texted me yesterday and said, fix the toilet. And like, like, just let me know. Hey, yeah. I fixed, I fixed the toilet. And, uh, she did it. She and, did it. Yeah, wow. she did it. 
uh, yeah, she wasn't telling me fix the toilet. She, she was saying, letting you I know. Fixed I fixed the toilet. It. Yeah. And um, yeah, she what got. What was wrong with it? I, I don't know. She got online, determined what it was, went to Lowe's or wherever, got the part, replaced Look it, and it's fixed. So a couple things. That's a huge shout out to my amazing wife yeah. and a huge indictment on my absolute uselessness. Well, here's the thing: in 2021, you can. There's videos of everything. Correct. So, I mean, I, I have, uh, I, I'll just Google, like with my mower, I'm like, I'm just Googling, hey, this, why is it not starting? I right. even write out like, mower tries to start, <laughs> doesn't get fired to where it needs to. And then it's like, here's a video of a guy that's yes. dealing with just that problem. Are you familiar with Brian Regan? Yes. Okay, so Brian Regan, one of my all-time favorite yeah, comedians, good. man, that dude is amazing. But he talks about uh, the moment when an individual takes their car into the shop and then tries to describe <laughs> yeah. uh, what's wrong with mm-hmm. it. And they're like, well, what's it sound like? And the guy's like, Arr! you know, <laughs> yeah. like making like this real yeah. noise. And then, you know, at the end, he's like, so can, can you help us? It's like, ah, we don't know. We just, we just clean up here. It's like, this was clearly just yeah. wanting, wanting to hear someone try to describe yep. what's wrong with the vehicle. It's pretty entertaining. So really, that's what Google's experiencing yeah. well, I, right now. I've talked to multiple people, my neighbors, my brother, other, anybody that knows anything about small engines. And I'll say it wants to start. Right. And they're like, oh, so it's, it's just clicking. And I, I'll go, no, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, what my is gosh. wrong with me? And they, but then they look what at me like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like then they understand. And it's like, yeah, but I, I need it to not just do that. Yes. I need it to turn on over. Yeah. And so my brother was like, well, maybe. You know, he said one time I had a mower that the mechanic couldn't figure it out and he pulled a little bit of gas out of the tank and tried to light the gas on fire and it didn't light. Oh and my. so it was a bad gas. Okay. And I was like, well, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather not do that. Uh, yeah. Big I, moment in the, uh, in the mowing situation of the Hayes home, I should say this as well. I, um, I invested in a pair of AirPod Pros. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I did that for a number of reasons. I don't have uh, the Pros. I'm, I'm working, so I'm anxious to hear I'm working your... more and more remotely yeah. and at times finding myself in a coffee shop here and there sure. or, uh, just even in kind of shared space at the office. Uh, and, um, and so I just felt like it would be a good investment. And so I, I've loved them. I absolutely love them. But the noise canceling is, uh, um, mm-hmm whatever, the component uh, of the uh, AirPod is really remarkable. I mean, it's true. Like you, you, it is, it is just com- almost a hundred percent silencing uh, wow. outside noise, even without music. Wow. Like legit, you just put them in and you don't hear like white noise. So it doesn't feel like, oh, it's, it's just, just like, it's just like nothing. Hmm. And so I wear my AirPods have always worn because I've had yeah. past pairs when I mow, yep. and it almost feels like it's taking away a part of the experience. Because you can't even hear the mower. I barely hear wow. the mower. And wow. if I'm playing music, there's n- n- nothing, like no hearing the mower. So one, I don't even hear if it were like by chance to backfire yeah. or anything sure, of that yeah. sort. I mean, I can feel it because I've got a riding mower. Um, but but it is a different experience. And, and I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. It's just a different experience. Well, what's interesting, we're reaching that age. You know, my dad will, will ride the tractor and, and he'll have those headphones that are radio. Yes. Like it has an antenna on it. Yes. Because he doesn't, he has a flip phone. Like he's not, you know, right. he's listening to his talk radio show, these giant headphones with antenna, like, hey, he's listening to the radio. 
in our generation has got AirPods in and you can't even hear the machine. Right. You know, it's very, and, and we're listening to a book or yeah. a podcast or music or whatever. I did have a moment though where I, I was like, this is odd. I'm not, I'm not getting a great signal. I can't figure out why mm. it would be like at moments. Um, uh, that, that it just was like almost cutting out. And I thought, man, this is, this is not good. What in the world's going on? And then I realized it was because my, uh, iPhone was laying out in the yard somewhere <laughs> that had fallen out of my yeah, pocket. In there. And the further that I drove away from the mo, I mean, from the, you know, from the yeah. phone, I lost yeah, signal. And then as I got back by it, oh, it was, it was better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I, there's no telling how long my iPhone sat out in the yard, but fortunately I did not run over it. Uh, I finally discovered that and then, uh, I had to then just walk around in the yard and find yeah. my phone. I used to think AirPods were silly. And then I got a pair and I was like, okay, I'm a believer. And then at work one day, I had my AirPods in my pocket, left my phone on my desk, left my keys on my desk, left my hope badge on my desk that allows me to get back into the right. building. And I locked myself in the lobby. Okay. And nobody was at the building, which is amazing. So it was just I me. I really wish I would have been it there. It was to just see me. I didn't have my phone. I didn't have a way to get to the phone. At the at work, I didn't have a way to get anywhere because I didn't have right. my keys or anything. And I was sitting there going, "What am I going to do?" And I pulled my AirPods out, put them in my ear, and called. And I thought, "I wonder if it'll connect to my phone on my desk that's upstairs." And I put my AirPods in, and I just said, "Hey Siri," and she went, "Yes, how can I help?" Yeah, right, and I was right. like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was able to tell her who to call. And and then yeah. I was able to sit and wait and listen to a podcast. And my phone was like a good 30, 40 feet. That's above. amazing. It, it was, and then I was like, okay, AirPods are a must. Uh, <laughs> any any headphones that can connect to my phone, they saved me then. Because yeah. I was going to have to walk somewhere and ask somebody to use their phone or something. And then I, mean, I didn't know anybody's number. I'm glad that you. I'm I'm glad that you've got an AirPods story openly. I wish you had a. I've been locked out, <laughs> completely helpless. Yeah, yeah. That would have uh, been story. terrible. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, today we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different yes. stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about things that are going on in the news. Obviously, this show is called Between Sundays. You want to learn a little bit more than just about our mowers yeah. and our AirPods. Although, if you know anything about small engines, uh, do call us. Call or me. if you have someone that can provide yeah. <laughs> firewood, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk more when we come back. We're going to talk about a number of things from a gospel perspective. We'll be back. Here it is. What a great line. That, that sounds a little bit like me at the mechanic. <laughs> That's right. Hey, what does it sound like? <laughs> That's how he wrote that song. I think so. Yeah. He's yeah. a mechanic. And he's like, you know what? That what you just did, do it again, I'm gonna record it. And then I'm gonna put a song. Yeah, we'll, we'll put some. I'm gonna work I'm gonna work with that. Put a melody to it. Yeah. So as you were talking about uh you know things that are going on in the news. Another another terrible. I guess since we've been on air, we've seen terrible tragedy in Atlanta with the right. mass shooting of the uh, salon parlors, and then another shooting in Colorado and Boulder, just random at a grocery store. Yeah, uh, just terrible things happening. When and and you know, it never fails when things like that happen. People immediately jump to politics and stuff, and, and there's not a lot of mourning. There's not right. a lot of uh, anything else except you know, hey, this. Politically, this is what we got to do. We need to do this or we need to blame this or blame them. And, uh, and it's been, it, 
that frustrates me in these moments because I don't think that's the answer. Clearly, it's not the answer. Right. We've we've tried to legislate evil out of uh, out of the culture, and guess what, folks? It, it doesn't work. It's not working. And, and so when you see things like that, think about I just think about pastors and and folks in in Colorado. Uh, or in Atlanta. Yeah, Even and I've, if, got, I've got a dear friend that's a pastor in Boulder. I mean, you, you think about how one, one how of our you, churches that we partner with yeah. is a church in Boulder. So how do you deal with that? Uh, and we've seen it here, even with teenagers being shot and killed here here in Knoxville uh, as of late. Uh, from a from a pastor from a Christian's perspective, because if if you're thinking about, uh, hey, I, I'm a believer. I believe that God is sovereign. I believe that God is in control. Uh, why are these things happening? Right. Why do these things occur? Why do we seem like we see them more often than than um, than normal or than should be? Uh, what what would cause someone to uh, grab a gun and just go gun down innocent people, especially in Colorado, where it's like this was just a random grocery store. Right. These were random people the guy didn't know, and he just started shooting people. Right. Well, we're going to head on to the break. Uh, no, yeah, we're not, right, we're not right. going to do that. I mean, those are, uh, that's, a, that's a big question. I mean, here, here's the thing that I always just go back to. You know, when you see suffering in the world, a lot of people would say, how can uh, any kind of loving God uh, either author that or uh, at, at minimum allow that? And um, I think, one, we have to be mindful that we do have a sovereign, holy God, and we still exist in a broken, depraved, fallen mm-hmm. world. And so there's a few things that we take away with that. You know, one is um, with fallenness, uh, fallenness is incredibly complex. I talked about this and have talked about this countless times, even here on the show. And I would say the complexity of a fallen world uh, is in tune with uh, really the dynamics of the culture. And so when there are so many moving parts. I mean, meaning we have had this introduction of technology. We have had an introduction mm-hmm. of mass media. We have had an introduction of instant accessibility to almost anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't just mean, um, you know, whether it is some type of uh, something that we can watch or something that we can listen to uh, I, I, or information that we can gain. I mean, it is truly... Uh, you know, we, we have an Amazon distribution center that is coming into our area and it is going to be for us here, even in the Knoxville area, we are not that far away from the idea that I am going to be able to order something and three hours later, it is going to be at my house. And then we begin to think about how, um, the dynamics are in play when you begin to think about how you can get access to things that may not be appropriate for either your mental health uh, or it may not necessarily be appropriate for um, your age or any number of those things. And so um, it is uh, what feels like growing to us. I would say that when you look back, uh, you know, you hear the old statements talk about, I mean, uh, you know, someone talks about, I mean, the church is the worst it's ever been. And you're like, have, oh, like, like, have, have you, have you read the Bible? Mm-hmm. Like there's moments where legitimately the church like has like temple goddesses and, 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 and the body of, uh, of, of God's people literally had like temple prostitutes and things of that sort. You're like, 
it, it's different. Yeah. I, I'm not to imply that we are not moving more and more towards Jesus' return. I, I, I do believe that. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. I don't know the timeline of that. Sure. I wouldn't anticipate that. It does line up with some lottery numbers that I have planned right. out yeah. for a couple of weeks from now. No, that is yeah. not the case. But here's what we know. We know that, that God's plan is advancing. We know that we get closer and closer with each and every breathing moment towards his return and towards all the things that come with that. However, I would say that there's always been fallenness in the world since sin came into sure. the world. Uh, and we have always had a great degree of brokenness. What I believe we are seeing is just an advancement of one, our exposure to those things. And we are seeing new issues that are arising with the new dynamics that come along with our society. And so you say, okay, well, what the heck does that do for us? All right, great. Now that we know that we're in this current condition, it all the more points us towards why we need Jesus. You know, I mean, this is going to be basically the Easter premise for me. Mm -hmm. When I I think about my Easter message here in just a couple of weeks, I mean, we we do not appreciate Easter Sunday if we diminish Good Friday. I mean, really, we, 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 we do not understand what a remarkable work it was for Jesus to come back to life if we really didn't believe that he's dead. In the same way. We do not understand what hope we have. We do not appreciate what grace we've been given. We do not uh, recognize the gift of even God's provision and his guidance for us if we just minimize this thing that is the world that's like, oh, it's it's overall pretty good and everyone's always pretty good, but sometimes we make mistakes. No, we live in a fallen world and we in our flesh are wicked, unrighteous people and the grace of God is made available for us. That is pretty remarkable. Now, how do we handle it? How do we withstand it? Um, you know, that is for ongoing conversation that we can even have here in this segment. Yeah, and I think uh, the part that that's perplexing to me is the secular world. In a secular world, what happened in Atlanta, what happened in Colorado, I mean, what happens in Knoxville? Right. In a secular world, for me, that kind of makes sense. Like you, you get angry, you get tired, you, you just are bored, so yeah. you go and take out who you want to take out. Yeah. Uh, the the part that's even been interesting to me is that the cop that was shot and killed, he was the first on the scene in Colorado, uh, was a father of seven, mm-hmm. walked away from a career. Yeah. They even they even said, you know, he he had to drive a twelve passenger van, which I relate to, and uh. And, and, and so even a secular media is going, look at this man who, who sacrificed, you know, he's a father of seven. Now those seven don't have a dad. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that and going, yeah, I, I would agree, but, but this is also the same folks that say we should be able to abort babies up until birth. Right. And so it's a, they don't even see the hypocrisy in their, in their in that mindset, whereas a, a faith based mindset would go, a biblical worldview would go, yeah, all of that is heartbreaking. Everything there is heartbreaking. Uh, even the the shooter, his family's never the same. Mm-hmm. Even that's heartbreaking. And if you were to say that out loud in some segments of the population, you're going to be looked at as crazy. What do you mean you're you're empathizing with right. with that? 
And, and so, but instead we have conversations of, oh, you, you saw his name, you know what that means, or you, you, uh, or as soon as the news gets out, we immediately go, oh, well, it's gotta be this angry right wing right. guy that likes guns. You know, we already are making assumptions about, about this instead of going, there were people in that store that were just stopping right. in to get a gallon of milk. Right, exactly. And their life ended. Well, and that's where I think it's so important that, that we talk about what we're going to address when we come back, which is really about the people. Um, we, we get so distracted on so many things. And I have a an internal wrestling that I've been dealing with, and I want to present it to you, and uh, we'll consider it when we come back. That's Miley Cyrus. Or Megan Trainor. I'm joking. It is Megan Trainor. Are you serious? <laughs> it, is, it is not Miley Cyrus. I can't believe I guessed Trainor. it. I cannot believe I guessed Way it. Way to right. go. Uh, Megan Trainor, famous for the song uh, Bass, right? All about that yes. bass. That, that yes. bass. No trouble. Yeah. Well, that was impressive that you yeah. named that. I was just I was throwing just out. Throwing out a female singer <laughs> and look at it. I, I know music I you mean do. it's in my blood you do uh, your next guest was actually Paula Abdul yeah. <laughs> so it was gonna be All right two steps forward yeah two steps back two three one I don't know I, I don't remember it two, I just remember there was a back. video yeah. that had a cartoon had a cartoon cat they were before their time the video did I remember yeah. a cartoon that was cat. when mixing animation in real life was kind of like a thing oh yeah uh, which if you've seen the new Tom and Jerry movie my, That's my, what they've done. My boys went and saw it. They actually saw it in a theater oh, wow. of all the places. They went with a very uh, small group of folks, yeah. three or four other families, uh, or three or other four uh, moms and, yeah. and kids, and they rented the theater. That's awesome. Well, it, yeah, Regal it. Regal's opening up in April. Like we're we're moving. We're yep. moving in the right direction. We watched it on uh, HBO Max because cool. it was also streaming that way, and uh, it was okay. The the the, when 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 you've seen what Disney did with Lion King and Aladdin, kind of the live action, right? When you see what they did with Tom and Jerry, which isn't Disney, but you see it and you're like, why didn't you just have a real cat? Yeah, and a real mouse. We could have done this and a real dog. Like, I think maybe they felt like they needed like to stay every, true to the every to the animal. Brand. Every animal in the movie is animated. Every one of them. Interesting. And it just was weird. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. The kids enjoyed it. It's no uh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Duh. It is definitely not that. <laughs> let's not, that's, uh, let's, yeah, it's definitely not Roger oh, Rabbit. Oh, man, oh, man. So, so as we, as we continue the conversation, you were saying that you had a kind of internal rest. Yeah. So one of the things that I've been doing is just trying to go back and study the early church. And I don't even so much mean like, you know, the reformers or anything sure. that's I'm talking like the earliest of church, the, the, the early formation of, uh, Christ's followers on, on the planet. And, um, and just seeing how that they interacted with cultural events and just trying to like have a little bit better understanding of what appeared to be their approach. And, when I look at it, and then even when I look at at Scripture, it continues to maybe conflict with a, an idea in my mind that I have held to for a really, really, really long time, which is basically like this responsibility that we have to change the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, 
I think that it it has felt at times that that has become this innate responsibility of the church that that we are to change the world like that is our task and I think depending on how we understand it how we discuss it that there's probably some legitimacy to that but I, I would also offer that when you see the early church I mean they were not trying to change public policy mm-hmm. <laughs> they were not trying to overthrow um, uh, government officials. They were, they were learning to follow Christ no matter what the out- personal outcome was going to be for them. And they were believing that that would be light. That would be notable to the outside world and would be contagious and would be appealing. And people would see something different in them and want that thing that was so different. And so for me, I I kind of struggle to reconcile that because I, I want to be the one that says, let's be, you know, unapologetically about, um, you know, getting great leaders in our nation. I want to be the one that is all about, um, you know, what. What things of change can we bring? And, and I think there's appropriate responsibility in that. I also think um, that maybe the, the dynamic that was unique about the early church that sometimes we miss is just what I started to allude to before the break, which is like really where is our heart? And where is our heart not just in our own relationship with the Lord, but also like where is our heart for other people? And at times, as you said, we make these things so political in nature. We immediately turn it into policy discussions that like, at what point should we be lamenting? It was a great statement of one of my dear friends who works at an awesome church in the Atlanta area. He was just talking about like, you know, we, 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 that, that even the, the death toll that, that COVID had brought and, um, you know, there can be any kinds of discussion about, are those numbers completely accurate? Or, you know, how many times has there been elderly that would have died, uh, you know, uh, within just a, a week or two of something else and died of COVID and was considered a COVID death? I get that, you know. But when you start thinking about 500,000 plus yeah. deaths, wouldn't this be the moment for our nation and, and maybe just more so the, the, the church Shouldn't that be something that looks a little bit like what we saw in the Bible and the idea of lament, <laughs> like right. the idea of like, like, like legitimate brokenness and like sorrow and grief and things of that sort. And it feels at times that we've just taken the the heart out of some of these issues, you know, and uh, when we think about deaths and we think, well, maybe I should say when we think about shootings or we think mm-hmm. about tragedies that happen in Atlanta or Aurora or Boulder or wherever it may be, like, let's just let's not lose the humanity in it. I think that's just something that I'm trying my best, something that I'm trying my best to, to, to do as a personal discipline. Well, And we see it on from every side. I yeah. Mean, even even you think about what's happening at the border right now. Right. Uh, not a lot of a lot of folks that came out hard against the former president in what was happening at the border, uh, who you know 
you had you had senators and, and congressmen going down to the border having pictures of them crying because of that you know oh, yeah. what what the Trump administration was quote yeah. unquote doing Imprisoning to them and prison, and yeah. separating families putting and putting them in cages. Well, folks, that's happening right now. And guess what? It happened under Obama too. Yeah. And and so what we're seeing, I even know a nonprofit and, that started. And most likely, it's going no to matter what, to happen. No matter what happens, it's going to happen. And I know I know a Christian nonprofit that started based on what was happening under the Trump administration with immigration. And they have been eerily quiet over the last couple of weeks on on what's happening now because it it doesn't help their narrative. Right. And and so and then I know people that were defending and, and, and jumping all over themselves, doing doing cartwheels to to justify what was happening under Trump that are now going, oh, I cannot believe this is happening under Biden. And so they're showing their hypocrisy by saying you were quiet then or you're loud right. now, but you were, you know, and, and, and so it, it, it's not helpful. And we've missed the humanity even in this. Very this much. Is, this is not going to be a popular take. Uh, so again, my email is Andrew <laughs> at so and so, you know, but, but it's not a popular take, uh, in some people's minds, but, but listen. You know, we, we want to paint any type of illegal immigrant in a certain box. Mm-hmm. And we want to say, you know, this is everything that's so wrong with them. And this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we want, we want to yeah. do this stuff. And, and even when we even talk about just immigration as a whole, he, here's the honest to goodness truth. If you and I lived in certain parts of the world. Yeah. And our kids were at the risk of what some of these families' kids are at risk. You and I would be doing whatever, whatever it, took it took to try to get into a country. I know like a, the United I know States a dad. America. I know a, uh, I know of a dad that they lived in a certain part of the world. Family was under attack. They already lost one child. Uh, another child had been raped. Yep. And he took his daughter and walked. Correct. And no telling what trauma they went through just to get to America. Right. But they were willing to deal with the consequences because in his mind, I gotta get out. For, so for them, being in a, in a quote unquote cage was so much better. Right. Than what they were living with on a day to day basis. Right. And then you look at even with, with, with COVID and, and even though the numbers are trending down and we're moving in the right direction, I know of a family that, uh, the, the pastor that, that I grew up with, the pastor that baptized my brothers, the pastor that I believe married my mom and dad, uh, Brother Paul, his son, who's in his maybe late 40s, early 50s, passed away this week mm-hmm. after a month and a half, two month battle. I mean, he went home, he got put on a ventilator, taken off the ventilator, got a little bit better, then he passed away, he's got young kids. And so when we say things like, well, the percentage is this. Well, to that family, that percentage doesn't matter. To that family, still their son. my dad is gone, yeah, my yeah. husband is gone, yeah, my son is gone, right. my, you know, my friend is gone. And, and so we, when we flippantly say things, and we do so because, well, if I say this, they're going to think I'm liberal, or if I say this, they're going to think I'm conservative, yeah. or if I say this, they're going to think I don't care, if I yeah. say, you know, and instead of going, which I think all of those about you. Exactly. Well, I, I think, think you care, don't care, and you're liberal. You are a liberal. And, and, and kind conservative. Of, what kind of straight lace can say? Yeah, yeah I, it's I very so. strange. Um, <laughs> and, and so when we, when we have these conversations, we, again, like you were saying, we, we neglect the fact that they're humans. They, they're made in the image of God. And we have families that are hurting. And, and so whether, regardless of how it happened, 
500,000 families are right. forever changed. Right. And when you look at the early church again, you think about how were they light in the yeah. world? Well, they were really following so closely to what they understood about who God was. And they were learning things about we have been reconciled mm-hmm. with a holy, righteous God. And because of that, we should be reconciled with other people. One of the huge, I mean, we're studying the book of Ephesians at Shoreline right now. And it's just this overwhelming understanding that genuinely so much, so much of the expansion of the kingdom was simply based on who we were in Christ and how we interacted with other people. Yeah. And at times, man, we've just taken that out of the equation and we've made everything this really larger, universal, impersonal discussion or debate. Yeah. Let's love the Lord. Let's love our neighbor. Let's love between Sundays. And get off Facebook. <laughs> we will be back in just a few moments. That is Steven Tyler. It is. It is, actually. Aaron Smith's first big hit. <laughs> okay. Every, for those that are not, uh, for those that are not regular listeners, let it be known that every time we come back from a break, I misidentify the artist. Well, it's a, that's kind of our thing. Yeah. Except the last time I just you happened just to identify. Have... <laughs> but normally you we just misidentify. fell into it. Yeah. Normally we misidentify. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. So, you, you know, you were, off air, we were talking about, uh, a show that you like are, are there are there any shows out there any movies out there that you would recommend to folks that uh that your family have watched yeah i like lately? that that's a good transition you ended with let's get off facebook yeah and uh also um you know let's let's um let's also do some things that are life-giving for yeah. us and so let's talk a bit about yeah. that i like that uh and so i would say shows that so we love alias okay uh, carrie and i yeah. not, hmm. Carrie, I said Alias. That is That's old school. That's I know re- it. Alias is really old school. Yeah. Jennifer Garner, yeah, old yeah, yeah. school. That, we watched it forever ago. Yeah, but that's okay. not the one you're talking no, about. No, I, I always call this show the modern day equivalent of, okay. we love the blacklist. Oh yeah, blacklist. So, uh, yeah. so we love the blacklist. And so that is, um, a show that Carrie and I, uh, we, we, yeah. it, it may, it really is, I think, our only show that, uh, we watch Truly, like we wait for it to come out, okay. uh, yeah. like on a week to week basis, and then we watch it. That's good. You know, um, we uh, try to think other stuff that we get into. Uh, we like some of the odd. We like some of the like cooking shows. Oh, for sure. Uh, that's we, we that's pretty much that. a go to for us every every night. Uh, we we started watching something I can't even remember exactly what it was, but it was some show that was like based in Wales. It was on Netflix last week. Oh, and I only was, watch uh, American shows. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we it was about basically these like kind of to call them tree, they weren't tree houses. It was like the idea was like a pop-up hotel. Okay. So generally hmm. they were creating and, and every episode was like a competition yeah. between uh, two different um, uh, kind of tiny home builders okay. or whatever it may be. And, uh, and so the winner would then, I guess, be submitted into – would be a part of what they're calling this pop-up hotel. And so it, it will – you know, maybe every six months or something of that sort, it picks up and, and all of wow. these individual little units, 
just move. pick up and move to a different part of hmm. Wales or wherever idea. that may be. And it's the, you know, just this spectacular. We're going to do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking Powell or, sure. uh, you know. Any of those. Uh, any of the Carnes. Yeah, Carnes. Valley. And we just move Farragut, it around from town to Farragut town. Farragut probably wouldn't allow it. They'd have restrictions. Uh, you <laughs> For know, sure. That's exactly. Oh, uh, you can't will that thing yeah, in here. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but, uh, anyways, but so we watched a little bit of that last week. I don't know. What are you guys watching? We, these days? uh, Friday night is normally movie night for us, and we watched Yesterday, which okay. is on Netflix. It's a a new movie. It's got Jennifer Gardner in it. Okay. Um, and man, it was good. You know, Netflix. I know a lot of people have issues with Netflix because there yeah. are certain things right. on there. Sure, sure. But they, in in my opinion, in 2021, they have they have taken us taken us back to good family. Movies. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Yes Day is so good. There was a, a, we watched one the other night called The Sleepover that was very, it reminded me of when I was a kid watching a movie. Oh, that's fun. Just family fun. The whole family can enjoy it. Uh, it, it doesn't have, doesn't really have language. Uh, and, and so it's, it's just, it's just a good one. Now, I will say, you watch Yes Day with your kids. They're immediately going to say, when are we going to have a yes day? And what a yes day is, is the parents have to say yes to everything. You have a certain set of rules. But other than that, you say yes. And I just looked at my kids and said, we're not no. having one. Yeah, uh, no. no. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and so, there, there But it is be, very good. There would be a huge market out there if someone would just really focus on that. Like, hey, what are, it, here's great it is, family movies. Yeah, it is you know. they, it, with good acting. They, they have good acting, and, and uh, the kid actors are great. That's what I lo- I love seeing good Young people yeah. that are that are good, and, and then another thing we've been watching lately, uh, quite a bit is we're going through all the seasons of Kids Baking Championship. Oh yeah, we've on that's, Food one, that's one of our favorites. And uh, watching nine year olds, nine to twelve year olds bake, and the pressure, and they're crying. <laughs> like watching that is there's moments where I'm like, oh, if I, when I was nine, I would have been a basket case. Yes. And and so watching that, you would be a basket case oh my at gosh. this age. Well, as, first as off, would I, so. I would just go. You want me to bake what? What, what would you? What do you want me to do? That that's not. If happening. you didn't say cupcakes, I yeah. can't do it. And so we really enjoy that. Beating Bobby Flay uh, yeah. is a great one. Yeah. Uh, but so so we've been really enjoying the Food Network. It's even made our kids over the weekend. Our kids, our two oldest, Gavin and Summer, put a menu together. They made food for us. They were servers. Oh. They brought us food. Now we had to help a little bit because I didn't want the gas to be left on and yep. our house blow up. But, uh, but it was really neat to watch them go, look, I've been watching this. I've been watching Grandma cook. I've been watching mommy cook. Uh, we're going to make some things. And, uh, and it worked out. And, and then they that. were like, we're going to do this every day. And I'm like, no, we're, we're not going to do it Let's every day. Be careful day. there. Let's yeah. And then careful. they were like, now you got to pay us. And I was like, well, <laughs> you get to live here. Okay. So here's, here's the yes day for you children. <laughs> Am I going to provide you breakfast? Yes. 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 Am I going to provide you lunch and dinner? Yes. Clothes, shelter, Clothes, shelter water. Yes. Yes. Outside of that, no problem. A pig. Yes. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Hey, friends, thanks for joining us. We will be back next Wednesday. Have a great rest of your week.